0: B-b-b-b-b <laughs> Welcome to the Heady Conversations with Scott and Miranda. Happy Black History Month, guys! Yes, once again, happy Black History Month.
1: Um, We are happy to be focusing all of our content, basically, this month um, around Black History, other than, you know, a couple of the questions that we got for the, um, the question and answer episode. But... Uh, Just about everything else that we talk about this month is going to be focused on exposing you to um, different aspects that you can look towards to support equity and and good causes in the industry, uh, but also, you know, products owned by black owned businesses or uh, dispensaries and what have you. So we're excited to bring you all that information.
0: Hell Yeah. We did a little field trip this past week. Yes,
1: um, so this is the uh, strain review episode, and we decided to uh, go a little bit outside of our normal um, environs to bring you some strains from uh, the area's black grower option.
0: Absolutely, and those area that or that area in general is DC.
1: Right. So, <clears throat> um, if you don't know DC. Does have a medical marijuana program um, but d c doesn 't have the most structured program in the world let 's say um, right it's it 's a little <laughs> bit of uh, the Wild West is how a lot of us up here in Baltimore refer to it, mm-hmm. because, yes, there are legal D.C. dispensaries and medical dispensaries and grow operations, but then there are also... Then there's the dude who will deliver to you. Right. And <laughs> and not only deliver to you, but he's delivering, like, a bottle of juice that you paid $45 for that gets you a free bag of cannabis to go with it. Right. It's a very confusing and... Uh, weird situation, but um, we did not go to one of these random (laughs) pop-up cannabis bodegas, if you will. Uh, Since we are in the industry and uh, registered patients, we wanted to go about it the correct way and go to one of
0: these established and uh, highly regarded dispensaries, in fact. Absolutely. And um, all all of the medical cards in the 50 states, if you have one... You can go to a medical dispensary in DC and use it.
1: Right, which is very unique if you're not aware. Um, Yes, there are states where you can go and um, being a medical patient in your state might like get you a discount from their um, adult use program or things like that. But most states do not have reciprocity when it comes to actually accepting cards to allow you to buy from their medical program. Uh, For instance, California or Colorado or uh, Nevada, if you're out in Vegas, you can buy from their adult use side, but it's a separate thing to be able to buy the products that are over on their medical Medical side.
0: side. And Maryland, you can't buy at all if you're from another state, even if you have a medical card. Right,
1: absolutely. And most states are that way. Um, If they only have a medical program, You are only allowed to buy cannabis in that state if you are a member of that state's medical program. That is true for, as far as I know, everywhere else except for... D.C. D.C. Yeah. So maybe one of the benefits of them not being (laughs) an actual state... Sorry, D.C., for your taxation without representation. But um, maybe in this case, it 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 allows allows the country to uh, be medicated when they come to visit you. So... That's not entirely bad. Um, But yeah, so uh, District Growers is the name of the company that we picked up these strains from. Um, They have been in business since 2012 um they are uh not only black owned but in looking at their website um the entire upper management team the the
0: 100% yeah the head
1: of the garden um the head of sales i operations think operations manager operations ceo everything is um Black. Yeah, uh, which, which is, is fantastic.
0: Yeah.
1: And and super rare, right? You see a lot of companies that have um, enough black or brown people to, you know, be considered a minority business right. or having a percentage of minority leadership. But then, you know, that's the extent of it,
0: you know? It's just a face, unfortunately. Unfortunately,
1: right. Um, so it's great to see a company that takes it, you know, really seriously, And, you know, I mean, in in a city like Baltimore or D.C., speaking about minority representation in these businesses, it it might sound weird to some of our white audience, I suppose. But if the city is 70 percent black, (laughs) I don't know what D.C.'s percentage is, but I know that's you know, Baltimore is still somewhere around that, I think, like 65, Mm -hmm. 70 percent mark um, as far as I know. You know, the the people that you see in any workplace should be predominantly black. You Absolutely. Would, you would think, right? It should be the people that live in these communities that are getting these jobs and, and making the money off the industry. Right. Ideally. At least that's, you know, what, what I look for when I walk into a business.
0: Me too. So what are you smoking, Scott? So this is, yeah, this is going to be a little bit
1: different in that Miranda and I are smoking different strains this time around because, you know, we only get to go down there every so often (laughs) i suppose this was our first trip but i don't think either of us it's not going to
0: be the last that's for sure uh
1: we're we're both uh (laughs) you'll hear more about that in a minute but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i am smoking on some sugar in my bowl um and this is a yeah um really really lovely strain it's definitely so far i would say sativa leaning Um, I definitely feel energized, uplifted, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, The dry pull that I did before I lit up definitely had a little bit of that, um, like, icing kind of sweetness um, that you would expect from, like, a, a cake or a gelato or something like that. Um, the genetics on this one, it's a cross between Walker Kush, which I've never heard of, um, and then another strain that was a cross between Grape Stomper, uh, which a lot of people here in Maryland will be familiar with from GTI uh, and Rhythm, and Tahoe OG, which is just a classic strain that Absolutely. I feel like, yeah, I mean, great <clears throat> pain relief and relaxation and all that good stuff. So um, named after uh, Nina Simone's song, which kind of, yeah, uh, made it special to me. I'm a huge jazz head and, uh, you know, love Nina Simone. Nina Simone also has the famous Baltimore song, um, which, which is a beautiful track if you've never listened to it. Um, but yeah, uh, so far so good. Tastes great and definitely feeling great from it.
0: Yeah, um and I am sitting here smoking um mumbo sauce, which you if you are from the DC or the DMV area, you know what mumbo sauce is. If you are not, it is a spicy almost barbecue-esque sauce, little tomatoey, little vinegary, um something you put on your chicken your wings, your fries. Actually, you put it on everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, so Baltimore <laughs> people are known for putting Old Bay on everything. When you go down to D.C., it's like that with mumbo
0: sauce. Mm, for sure.
1: Think definitely like Creole kind of, you know, Cajun influence. Spicy, little, citrusy,
0: yeah. definitely acid and spice. It's funky. It is. It's funky. It's so good, though.
1: <laughs> I love it. I don't love it on
0: everything like
1: they do, but I'm that way with Old Bay, too. I'm not.
0: I'm not a big Old Bay head.
1: I I love, I, I love old Bay on certain things. I go crazy for old Bay on other things. What are you doing?
0: Yeah. You know, please get that out of my ice cream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the percentage on the mumbo sauce?
0: Uh, she's at 25%. Um, yeah. and she is a, the genetics are lemonade and lemon number two crossed. And she's definitely super citrusy. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. Definitely. Like on the sativa uh, end of things, Um, I'm getting that, like, euphoric energy feel, which for me is, like, the perfect sativa, um, because it's not, like, nah anxiety all day.
1: Yeah, well, and I think that's kind of that, you said 25 and change, right? I mean, I feel like that's kind of the perfect sativa level for me usually because you don't want it to be too much higher than that because regardless of the terps it's still
0: too high of a yeah, thc level and it just can
1: it can hit you harder you know i feel like than Make i want paranoid yeah this uh, the sugar in my bowl is down at 21.7 so not weak by any means but definitely not what i would call um, super strong strain. We record, um, you know, in the afternoons on Sundays. So this is definitely a good, like early afternoon yeah. strain for sure. I feel like I'm, I'm not going to be, um,
0: you know, dragging at all. Should keep me bouncing. Yeah. And I was really impressed with the cure on these too. Um, like super spongy still. No, I don't, spongy is not a good word, but it it has that give of like a sponge. Was not, like, dry and crumbly.
1: Right. So one of the criticisms that you hear about the Maryland market, um, if you're on these Facebook groups and um, whatnot, Reddit threads, is that everything in Maryland is, it, is dry. too dry. Um, and my bud tender in D.C., that's, you know, when when I mentioned that I was industry and we started talking about stuff, that was the first thing he said. You know, basically... He kind of tested me and asked me, like, <laughs> what do you think's good flour up there? And then when he kind of nodded in agreement, when I mentioned a couple growers and a couple strains that I liked, um, that's when he said, yeah, but everything's too dry. So comes to come to find out um, in, in researching after getting home from this trip— We have this hydration law in Maryland, which is intended specifically to prevent the uh, development and growth of mold in the flour, which requires our flour to be cured to a certain level. And usually longer. And I would I would assume that every state, and this is you know we'll we'll be doing more reading about this um, as the days and weeks go on, and give you more information as I get it. But
0: right, because I don't think either of us, even as industry professionals, know or knew about that law.
1: No. Uh, because as we've stated I think on every episode so far (laughs) we're not growers Um, hope to be one day maybe even one day soon Um, but yeah as of right now all of my growing experience uh, was very very amateur Um, you know I think at one point I had read the closet cultivators guide (laughs) and that gave me some of a clue as far as like um, sexing plants you know identifying males and females and separating them out. And, um, if you're unaware, uh, I guess we should <laughs> take some time and explain why I just said that. Absolutely. So yeah, the, um, plants produce seeds. That is how they reproduce. Right. And they do that when the male plant, uh, fertilizes the female plant and that produces seeds in the flower of the female plant typically. Right. Right. But in cannabis terms... We don't want seeds. Right. We want all of the ladies. Because the ladies produce <laughs> the big, beautiful flowers. Yes. Um, so, yeah, you want to identify your males and your females as quickly as you possibly can so that you can get the males away from the females um, and just grow the uh, the plants that are going to produce good, pretty flowers for you. Because yeah. that's the stuff that we smoke. Um, but, yeah, anyway, you know... Um, you definitely you definitely don't want seeds. You want to identify these things quickly, um, and if you don't know what you're doing, identifying these things, <laughs> you can get yourself into trouble. And
0: I think as you know as we are in Maryland, the whole seed issue that we've had for the past few months. Has been a giant issue for a lot of growers.
1: Yeah, a couple different growers have definitely had that issue um, because plants can also, uh, if they get stressed out, if they're kept in that uh, female state too long, long. unnaturally or through too many cycles, um, they can go hermaphrodite. Yep. And actually kind of spontaneously start creating seeds. Um, but that's a whole other thing. We'll, yeah. we'll do an episode on grows for you. <laughs> but, yeah. in the, but in the meantime, what we're saying is um, this stuff is not cured to the level that Maryland flower is cured to. And it's nice because in theory that is uh, preserving some essential oils mm-hmm. and other things from the plant besides just THC.
0: Right. Which is why I think most of the menu didn't really go above 28%. I think uh, you, you brought a menu I, home. I do. I do still have a menu with me. Yeah. So we're talking about it's our trip fast. to uh, Tacoma
1: Wellness is where we went and picked up this medicine uh, when we did a Google search on dispensaries in D.C. Not only was Tacoma Wellness, A, not all that far from us here in Baltimore. I think it was about a 45-minute drive. Yep. Uh, Minus the toll (laughs) avoidance. The detour. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, check the settings on your GPS when you take a road trip, folks. (laughs) Um, anyway, Miranda is eternally patient with me and I am so patient. I'm just grateful you drive. <laughs> and grateful um that she is. But anyway. Um so yeah, Tacoma wellness is what we're talking about. Yeah, I would say most of the strains I saw were definitely in that like low twenties to mid twenties range for sure.
0: Yeah, especially in the sativas, the highest one we've got is twenty seven percent. Uh in the indicas we we've, we've got a thirty percenter.
1: But just one, right?
0: Uh two. Okay, yeah. Two so strains. Two. Um and in the hybrids, I'm just gonna scan this enormous list of flower. Um thirty-three looks like it's the highest. Yes, thirty-three is the highest in the hybrids.
1: Yeah, so it's cool. They um it was really a superior experience it was flawless to any dispensary (laughs) experience i've had and i've been to a fair amount of dispensaries in california in nevada and in colorado at this point um in my last trips to all three of those places i've never been as impressed as i was with the experience at tacoma wellness
0: especially during covid yes absolutely because as we all know, things have changed, times have changed, and, pre- and precautions have changed. So when we rolled up, they had our check-in. At in- it was outside.
1: Right. So they had basically a little tent patio mm-hmm. kind of set up in front of the store. Um, they had three different stations mm-hmm. set up out there. There were people there. First of all, there was a parking lot attendant helping yep. to uh, guide people in and out of the parking lot and find spaces yep. and get them safely back onto the road. Um, there was additional security out front that was standing with the dispensary agents that were out there uh, talking with the patients. So they had you um, scan a little QR code on your phone, or you could fill out a paper form mm-hmm. if you couldn't do the QR code. The questionnaire was. More in-depth, without being intrusive. Absolutely. Um, You know, just basic questions like, you know,
0: what are you medicating for? Which I thought was a super helpful, like, just little detail that Marilyn never has on a questionnaire. It's always the same stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, as a bud tender, I mean, I know that's one of the first things I'm going to ask you is not necessarily what are we medicating for. But how um, do you
0: want to feel?
1: Until, yeah, right. Until I read the customer or the patient, I'm definitely not going to just jump in with, you know, what's,
0: what's wrong, wrong with, with you? you? <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's not how you want to put it. You know, right. so let's start out with, um, how, how do you want to feel? And that will generally get someone to say, well, I've got a bad back. So I'm looking for pain relief or even just in general, I'm in a lot of pain. Right. Uh, and, and once you have some sort of baseline information to go off of, then you know how to steer your experience. Right. right? Um, but yeah, I mean, really the, the gentleman that I spoke with out front, um, and I'm just going to note that I'm what, I don't know, five or six pulls into this sugar in my bowl. It's only 21 and a half percent. And I'm setting her down because I feel great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I've smoked about half of my mumbo sauce at this point, right. and, and it's a half gram or like, pre- yeah. you know, cone and i'm I'm good, yeah, so
1: definitely <laughs> definitely, if you're following along with how we feel about district growers, um great stuff, two thumbs up, but yeah, so the the gentleman um you know went out of his way to be accommodating, you know you've been to a dispensary before, this, that, and the other, you know he went through how the allotment works down in d c mm-hmm. um he went through. Um, he asked me if I wanted to take a look at a menu or if I had placed an order in advance, if I had any questions about anything that I had seen on the menu before we got there, uh, or just generally about the products that were
0: offered. Um, I really, I noted when I was, and I'm going to do this after the fact, after I had come out that there is a pickup window as well. So you don't necessarily even have to go inside to pick up your already placed order.
1: He did ask when I walked mm-hmm. up if we if that I was there to pick up. And mm-hmm. I, I totally forgot about that until you mentioned it. But yeah, that's a fantastic option to have as well. Um but yeah, super super quick uh you know it was outside it was actually a nice day that day it was a beautiful uh, day so it wasn't it wasn't too cold but i feel like um even if it were cold they moved us quickly enough that it mm-hmm. wouldn't have been super uncomfortable um but they're definitely you know limiting the amount of people that are inside and all of that uh, masks are required and masks are being worn by everyone on yep. staff inside as well which is great to see there um, was
0: also you know a little barrier around where the bud were absolutely yeah which and was, it was really nice
1: there were only three bud tenders in that main sales yeah. room i think and i feel like that was definitely a covid thing because i feel like it was, there was set room up for, for five or six that's i looking at it as a former manager <laughs> <laughs> uh looking at it to me i saw like five or six workstations in that room and mm-hmm. it definitely seemed like maybe they dialed it back um for covid so each bud tender had plenty of i mean eight ten feet of space
0: we were also there during the week too right so i don't know what their staffing's like on the weekend that's true but Um, it is owned by a doctor and his wife right and the doctor's also a rabbi right
1: yeah i saw that uh rabbi jeff yes um it is a family-owned business um they've won a ton of different awards and
0: Uh, We should just mention, this is not paid. We're just... Oh, no. Again... uh, (laughs) We just wanted to see what was going on in D.C. from a medical dispensary standpoint, and we did.
1: Yeah, and we feel like this is an experience that a lot of people in not only the Maryland market, but other surrounding markets would probably appreciate having. Yeah. so, yeah, I mean, you know, I was given this pamphlet. It goes through a cannabis glossary. Yeah. It talks about the endocannabinoid system, the different cannabinoids that are in the plant. Broadleaf it, and
0: and uh, help me out here.
1: Breaks down sativa, <laughs> indica, yeah. hybrids. I mean, terpenes, methods of ingestion. Um and uh, yeah, I mean, we should note that DC definitely has some products that are not available to us here in Maryland sure. market yet. You know, they, they have suppositories. They have suppositories, which we've talked about before on the show as being a really good delivery method. Um,
0: they have lube.
1: They have yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So District <laughs> Cannabis, not District Growers, different company, um, is active in both markets. Right. Um, so they have flower. And um, other product options down there. For instance, District Cannabis does not have any edibles in Maryland. But they do in D.C. But does have a whole edibles line that looked really great. I just didn't mm-hmm. want to spend too much money down there. But <laughs> I know, it was, a, it was a lot. Yeah, we that were there to support you. District Growers this specific trip. Miranda branched out a little bit. I you did. a few other things.
0: I got some pre-rolls yeah. from uh, Alternative Solutions. Yeah, you were which, definitely happy with all wow. the things you got, I feel yeah. like. I feel like, I honestly feel like the flower hits so differently because of how it's cured. Right. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not able to finish a full joint. I find myself, if I'm rolling Maryland weed, I'm smoking two or three joints sometimes. Sure.
1: Yeah. Looking for that, that level of relief that you need. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, you know, and I, I'm, like I said, I'm reading up more on, the different laws of, right. that, that dictate how different states have to grow and prepare um, their product. You know, up in Canada, um, I think we've mentioned before, you know, some of the labels tell you all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It tells you how long the growth cycle was. Um, what kind of substrate it was grown in? Um, for in- instance, the the di- district grower stuff is aeroponic. Yes, um, which uh, you know I think I had heard of before for sure. Um, where the, basically, as I understand it, the nutrients are being misted. Yeah, misted. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're. It's even more ecological. Than um, Hydroponic. growing hydroponically because even if you're recycling the water, you're still using the water for the growing process. Whereas this mist is just like a super concentrated, uh, yeah, concentrated and um, efficient way to deliver the nutrients directly. And it's wild if you go to their website, you'll see a picture of the plants and the underneath of the uh, you know what you would call the grow floor, I guess. Um, is just a picture of all these naked roots yeah it, it almost <laughs> looks like rice noodles or you know vermicelli or something where it's you yeah, know these beautiful little, yeah it's it's really really cool looking um, so yeah it's 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 interesting to note because um, I found that so I picked up several strains from district growers in addition to the sugar in my bowl um, I also picked up their uh, lemon skunk um, which was like 28%, I want to say. And the first time I tried that out, um, I felt good for a solid three hours, which is, you know, like you said, not necessarily my average Maryland experience. Um, I also picked up some of their King Tut, uh, which is another sativa that was just lovely. Um, Had some real like earthy notes to it, a little bit of like herbaceousness. Um, was really, really a nice sativa um, that I smoked the other night. I also picked up some Buffalo Soldier. Today is uh, Bob Marley's birthday. Uh, We're recording on Bob's birthday. Wanted to uh, mention that because Bob Marley, you know, when you talk about cannabis culture, you got to you got to talk about Bob a little bit. Bob and reggae music. And, you know, Bob was so instrumental in bringing that reggae music to the world and that message of, you know, unity and togetherness that, that he was always um,
0: so quick to preach. How was the Buffalo Soldier? I'm sorry. <laughs> I have not tried it yet. You have not tried it I've, yet. I've been okay.
1: saving it. I'm going to the show at Auto Bar tonight with, right <laughs> with Jaw Works and Culture. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to, yeah, hang out with the Buffalo Soldier before I go check that out. And then I also picked up their Night Terror, which is their indica as well. So they've got a ton of stuff. Highly recommend you go check out the website. Um, Both of these strains are really excellent. Um, You know, again, our friends at Tacoma Wellness or any of the other D.C. dispensaries would be happy to give you any of this, great bud. Um, the, The Tacoma way of showing you the flower was so unique, too. You know, those little little jars with all the buds in them and and the the micro lens on it. You Mm -hmm. know, so basically they put the flower in these little jars, I guess, PVC (laughs) or, you know, I don't know. And they have a light. Yeah, they're they're lit. And they also have um, the little magnifying glass on them. So you can see all your trichomes and inside the good stuff. It was really nice. Yeah. It was a good experience. Short of being able to smell the flower. Right. I think that's, you know, and obviously they're putting the prettiest buds in those jars, but still, you can, you know, another cool thing that they did there that I wish um, some Baltimore and Maryland dispensary and maybe there are some that do. If there are, you know, feel free to let us know. Um, But on the way out, you know, they give you two copies of the receipt. You give your receipt to someone. They take it And go get the order and then bring it back to you to show you your order to make sure that everything you're walking out with, for those of you not in the industry, once you walk outside the door of a dispensary, you cannot return a flower. Facts. Yeah. Um, So... Uh, something like a cartridge, if you get to your car and you put it on your battery and it doesn't work, absolutely go back to the dispensary, let them know what's going on. um, And more than likely, they're going to give you a replacement product. Or um, if there's not a problem with that cartridge, they can help you identify a problem you might be having with your battery or um, you know, it might just be something silly, like your battery's dead and you didn't notice <laughs> whatever you can troubleshoot that stuff with. Right. Me. Flower is yours once you leave. Yes. Flower is a different story. So, you know, we're in the COVID times still. Um, you probably can't touch the product. Uh, you shouldn't be putting your grubby hands on anything inside a store unless you plan to purchase it and take it with you. Uh, but You can definitely ask your bud tender to let you see it if it's Mm -hmm. in a package that you can see inside of. It's almost like a 50-50 at this point in the industry, I feel like. Um, And I didn't realize that that's another, you know, speaking of laws that we don't know about with that that plant hydration law, that's a thing that I didn't know. Um, it has to be inside a container that you can't see through before you leave the dispensary.
0: Oh, you didn't know that? So, well, not when I
1: first got into the industry. I mean, oh, okay. I've known it for a few months now. Okay, okay. But, you know, I I did not realize why some companies... It's
0: like an open container situation. Basically, yes. So,
1: yeah. you know, so and and the more national a brand is it seems to me the more likely they are to just go ahead and put it in a you know uh, a opaque container <laughs> or a, a container you can't see through um across the board just so they can be compliant in all markets cuz right. i don't think it's necessarily every state has that law um but yeah if it's in a bag that you can see through it then has to go inside of a shopping bag or inside the patient's pocket at the very least at the very least yeah. uh, before they walk outside of the dispensary so interesting weird stuff but
0: yeah um when i was up in massachusetts i know this is really kind of off the cuff but um it actually had to be in the trunk of your car before you could leave the dispensary a dispensary agent walked you out to your car put your cannabis in the trunk of your car and then you could leave
1: that is interesting. Yeah. I have never heard of a state doing that.
0: Yeah. And you, wow. <laughs> that's wild. Because it's an open container situation. Okay. Yeah. Which, yeah, but also just because it's sitting on the seat next to me doesn't mean I'm going to be blazing one up. Right. Yeah, That's that,
1: that one's weird to me that one's weird to me i mean yeah. you trust me to use this medicine but you don't <laughs> trust me to uh, yeah put I put it I don't... in my
0: car and take it home
1: <laughs> hey man i'm sure the people of massachusetts would rather have that silly part of the law than not have right. legal access to flour so rock on massachusetts um Does your state have any weird cannabis laws like that? Um, You know, we've mentioned the law in Ohio, right? Mm -hmm. Where they're not supposed to... They can't
0: combust flour, but they can vape it. Yeah,
1: they're not supposed to like roll up a joint or pack a bowl. And they have to like sign an affidavit that says that they will not roll up joints or pack bowls. That they will only vaporize their flour. um, Or I guess, you know, make edibles from it or what have you. It's crazy. It's it's just so bizarre.
0: I just don't I don't understand. Because then you have to buy a whole new contraption to also vaporize your flower, right? Or you're just going to be stuck with stuck with carts or concentrates. Yeah, you know what? I guess I should look more into that law
1: and get more more <laughs> well, specifics.
0: No, yeah, I mean, I had friends ask me about a vaporizer that's pretty, that's because of classi- that.
1: Classist, right? If yeah, you're,
0: seriously. If you're um, if you're requiring folks to go out and spend because even a cheap like it's going to run you at least maybe 60 to 100 bucks. Yeah, I would say
1: even those like a little like um, vape f- flower yeah. pens that that supposedly vape flower um yeah do your research on those folks before you maybe that's something we'll have to try to review for you i don't know if i want to buy a bunch of those things
0: i have i have a one vaporizer that i love and i will recommend until the day i die because it works perfectly and it was under 100 bucks we'll talk about vapor vaporizers more for (laughs) you in the future um if
1: somebody wants us to try out theirs give us a ring someone over we'll give you a shipping (laughs) address
0: um but yeah, so that's uh that's our trip. To- I was super impressed. We'll definitely, 10 out of 10, go back.
1: Absolutely. Um, and it makes me want to check out some other DC dispensaries too, um, to see what they're going to be like. If that level of service is standard across the DC industry, or, or if, if Tacoma Wellness Tacoma. is really just, you know, one of the best in DC as the uh, the... City Washington City Paper has named yes uh, since 2018. um, They've won the D.C. City Paper. R.I.P. Baltimore City Paper, man. Our City Paper was so great. (laughs) It was. If any of my City Paper friends are
0: are listening, we miss you, Baynard. Good Um, times. Classic (laughs) Um, times. We also picked up some of these fancy uh, cones this week from a company in Virginia called True Growth.
1: Yeah, so shout out to the folks at True Growth um we heard about this product through a bud tender friend of ours mm-hmm. who I think saw an ad on Instagram which I eventually started seeing too creepy Zuck we see you bro <laughs> Um, But, yeah, thank you, Manya, for bringing these to our attention. Uh, We wanted to feature them because they are a black female-owned business. They're also somewhat local. We wish they were a little more local. We totally would have made the trip. Absolutely. uh, Because they also have a juice bar that they just opened up. And tea. Uh, uh, Tea line. Um, It's a really cool company, folks. If you look up True Growth, um, and, of course, we'll be featuring – You know, we'll be um, linking and cross-posting and all that good stuff. And you may have seen on both of our stories um, throughout the past week, we mentioned a few different times when we got the package in the mail and when it was sent out, how excited we were. Um, And we've now both tried a couple of products and are excited to try more. Um, We got a sampler pack of...
0: The cones that are made with different fruits and vegetables. And vegetables, yeah. I've got a, uh, there's a corn bay, um, a eat your greens, I believe. OG Papa. OG Papa, 24 carrot.
1: Let that mango.
0: <laughs> yeah, that I think. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, jalapeno business. The last straw. Right. Um, So you can see they're just as punny um, as they are unique. Um, They are made with whole fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. Um, Think fruit roll-up. That's what it looks like. If if that's where your mind went, that's exactly what you're picturing here. Um, And she does limited edition stuff. I know the pre-order that they were doing for For Valentine's Day um, was ghost strawberry. Mm Mm-hmm was one that looked really cool cuz it looked like it was going to have kind of a translucent effect to it.
0: Yeah, it looked it looked interesting. But you could definitely see the seeds and all of the the different parts of the fruit. And these guys, they're beautiful and they taste delicious. Yeah, so you actually I'm, taste what you're smoking.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mentioned before the um lemon skunk that I got from District Growers, so I smoked that out of the let that mango. Um, And it was fantastic. It really burned smoothly. I'll put up a couple of pictures that I took because I was frankly impressed by how smoothly it was burning. I was worried that it would either burn too fast or too slow. I didn't really know Mm -hmm. what to expect. But, I mean, that's just a fear you have with any new wrap or paper, right? Like, the first thing you wanted to do Please don't boat. Right. (laughs) You wanted to burn nice and even. Um, And I will say, so I picked up some of the... Um, herbal smokes that they have as well. We got the the variety pack of the cones, and then I also got the variety pack of all the different herbal smokes. The first one of those that I smoked did burn a little wild on me, um, but it, it was like a great flavor. Uh, I don't remember which one that was, but it had rose in it.
0: It uh, was like a it was a relaxing blend because you uh, yes
1: you smoked it here. That's right, I sure did,
0: and. Uh... There was some Demiana I yes. believe in it.
1: Yep, you were more familiar with the things that were in <laughs> it. No, no surprise with your, you know, herbalist and uh, and aromatherapy background for sure. Uh, but yeah, I smoked another one of those that was like great great night or big night or something like that that i I think was intended as a sleep aid at the end of um the night a few nights ago and that was great too and those are in those fruit rolls as well Mm -hmm. so it's a cool way to kind of get i guess the best of both of their worlds um you know the the wraps and um what's inside of them um but yeah they've got a bunch of different cool uh, products. They're also doing a ton of cool events. If you, they do, if you follow their um, their Insta. Um, they're
0: promoting like open mic, open nights. mics, spades tournaments. Yeah, which I think is really cool. <laughs> yeah, they
1: were having a spades <laughs> tournament. I mean, what is more community growing than sitting down at a table and playing, playing some games? cards? Well, I saw um, their space too. They've got like the giant uh, Jenga thing, right, 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 on right. One of the coffee tables. You know, which is always fun for people to play around with. But yeah, they I, I think they had. Um, I think it might have been their first comedy show. Um, or they've got their first comedy Mm -hmm. show coming up, but they're really doing lots of cool stuff. You know, all of the different products they offer, they're doing like different, like Valentine's packages, right? You know, they're just really, really interesting people. And I look forward to, you know, not only trying more of the cones that we got, but also just, you know. Keeping in touch with them, maybe going down to... I would love to visit. Yeah, they're in Suffolk, Virginia. So about uh, about four hours, mm-hmm. three plus hours um, from us in Baltimore. But if you're down in that Virginia market, you know, definitely go check them out. For uh, sure. It, it sounds like um, the juices and everything, they're just really trying to uh, put together some community building and kind of whole wellness aspects yeah. around the cannabis thing, which I think is... A really positive thing for sure and um yeah i mean like i said could not have been more accommodating we just kind of got a wild hair that we wanted to mention their products on the show and um you know i messaged her and said could you by any chance ship them out to them and she said no problem you know give me your order tonight and tell me where it's shipping and, and we'll get it out for you tomorrow so we got it a few days later and thank you so much we really appreciate it and uh yeah, we look forward to, um, checking you out, you know, in person sometime in the not too distant future
0: and throwing some more money your way, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> but yeah, you can, you can find them at, um, true growth, G R O W F, um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everywhere I think it's just else. TrueGrowth.com too. Uh, that sounds correct. Um, so, yeah, they'll ship them direct to your door. They come in these cool little tubes, um, all labeled for you so you know what you're trying out. And you can, you know, mix and match. Like I used the OG Papa, I figured would probably be a more flavorful one. Um, so I used that with a strain that I knew wasn't particularly flavorful on its own. You know, right, to right, make right. It a little more fun. I would definitely say pack the cones well. Um, because they're, you know, it's... They have a lot of give to them. Right. It's got some elasticity um, because it's made from natural fibers. Um, Mine created a little bit of a pocket down at the bottom. Um, So definitely... You know, make sure you pack them good and tight if you're going to pick them up. But they do um, sell the regular papers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just being lazy and <laughs> and wanted to save us some time and make it easy for us by getting the.
0: Uh, and they also come in different sizes. The co- yes,
1: um, yes. Both I got the, the papers s- and the cones. Right. I got the standard size for us. They do offer the king size as well. Um, if you get the regular papers, they come with some tips. Uh, or filters, um, however you call them. I call them tips because I learned about filters
0: when I was and in And they really don't filter anything?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just to true. give you some structure.
1: Well, it dep- I mean, it depends on how much you accordion or... I
0: guess so. Mine, are, really... pre-
1: mine are pretty... Well, they I filter mean, actual
0: plant material. Yes. They're not going to filter the smoke. No.
1: As far as taking tar or nicotine out of your smoke, um, like a Uh, cigarette filter is designed to do. Right. It's not. But you can buy those, too. Yeah, I have a couple of them. Top sells those. I don't... um, Yeah. As bad as inhaling the smoke is, (laughs) I figure there's other stuff That's worse. Well, and I figure there's other stuff in the plant besides... Um, just the th you know i mean you're gonna filter other things out right and filter and for me i want a full plant experience right i mean that's why i don't particularly use cartridges or concentrates all that much personally because i feel like my body my endocannabinoid system needs full spectrum um you know which is just the plant
0: right and i agree with that too i mean i'm i'm I don't think either of us are big vapors, no, but I mean we'll smoke flour all day long have and will yes, yes
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely <laughs> um so yeah again, uh true growth um check them out, support uh black
0: female owned businesses, amen.
1: But yeah what else we uh took a little trip around the dc beltway yeah. and went and visited mary maine which is our, a
0: black owned dispensary
1: uh, the first black owned dispensary in maryland as far as i'm aware um, and one
0: of what we think is three uh well or we'll, at
1: least two we'll be talking more about the the black owned dispensaries for you next episode um but yeah since we were kind of in the area mm-hmm. anyway um we decided to start off black history month by throwing some money uh to a black owned absolutely and had a great experience over there
0: yeah Lindsay was fantastic super she friendly was our people. um
1: yeah the i don't remember the name of the
0: lady that checked us in i don't either out in the lobby but she was she, so nice she was
1: super friendly too <laughs> even the other patients that were waiting in the lobby mm-hmm. while we were very very chatty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, heard us talking about a strain. Heard us mention that we were uh, industry, and just jumped right in the conversation. So um, clean, spacious. Um, again, everyone was masked. super knowledgeable. Um, yeah, definitely knew about the product. Had a good selection. Rattled off the terps. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. I just wanted to mention that we stopped in over there. Um, That was DC. Yeah. Part one. Part one. To be continued. (laughs) Um, Not like the next episode, but definitely more experiences down in DC for um, Scott and Miranda.
0: Yeah, Adventures Ahoy. So,
1: yeah, if you have a medical card from whatever state you're in, uh, whether it's driving distance or you're coming to D.C. to see some monuments and some artwork at the Smithsonian,
0: um, or definitely... Or even to go to the Cannabis Festival in, yes. in April. Yeah, the 420, is yep, it? Yep, I believe it is, actually. Is or 423. It's one of those. It's right around there. Yeah. 420 is also...
1: Miranda's birthday um so yeah we'll have a lot to celebrate uh when April rolls around um my birthstone is a nug (laughs) that's all I'm saying there you go so yeah if you're ever wondering what Miranda's favorite flower is what her birthstone is um any of the answers to any of those questions green favorite color probably no no
0: no red's my favorite color oh well okay yeah (laughs)
1: you you need the red to light the fire i don't know it 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 still makes sense in some way shape or form i'm sure um thanks again friends as usual for tuning in for liking for following for subscribing subscribing don't forget to do that Um, and feedback Of course. Yeah. Questions, keep them coming. Uh, That'll be the next episode for you, the Q&A. We got some more great questions coming at you this time, and that's thanks to you. So, um, yeah, keep it up. And um, I am your cannabis coach. Um, You can find the transcript at www.theheadyconversations.com.
0: You can find the podcast on all major outlets. And I am Our Lady of Mary Jane. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Be well. Mwah. Don't you start that shit. Thank you. <laughs>